Oh, cool, guys. Phantom is coming around. I can return the Phantom bite. Oh, save yourself, Nate! Shit! Shit! <laughs> I don't want to follow up with that, but welcome to episode of the Calicom Blockcast that I was hoping I didn't need to do. None of us did. Oh, I mean, this was kind of, this is kind of impromptu. I'm like, whoa, whoa. Um, This is an emergency thing that we're doing now. Okay. Uh, call an emergency meeting. <laughs> Emergency meeting, go! <laughs> Nate, we're not throwing you out this time. It's, I swear. It's uh, Fanami staff, maybe? No, just kidding. This is what we're here to talk about is Fanami Con 2022. And if you see the title, it's the preview that we didn't want to do. Because as we're sitting here on the Sunday, so it would be one, two, it's, uh, approximately three weeks before Fanami Con. We weren't going to go on this week because Nate was out uh, due to watching the Doctor Strange movie, which we'll get to on our next podcast. And people have been sick. So fortunately, some of the things we wanted to bring up, it'd be kind of bored with just three people. So we pushed the next week. Uh, but we go through this weekend and we start getting some notices about things that are not happening at Fanami and some questions that I had asked uh, various staffers that are doing certain events. And I asked them some questions and we got back some responses that make my head scratch a little. So I kind of want to go through what we know so far and what has not been confirmed and kind of like what's been happening with some of the other cons that are happening and kind of like figure out what exactly is our major concern about Fanami. Because there's so many things that we're just kind of figuring out like, what is this con going to be? Because on the surface, it feels like this Fanami con is not going to be the Fanami that you saw in 2019 or in, or in 2018. Or this is not even the con that we were going to experience post-COVID. Mm, forewarning, we have good rapport with Fanami. This is not a snub piece. This is not any against any ill will against Fanami. Just some concerns that we have that we've seen among the community so far. Yes, and we're going off of what's being listed so far on the Fanami website. We're also referring to Fanami's Twitter and Facebook posts, as well as the unofficial group, which we well we very well know is being run by Fanami staffers. Is that correct, Nate? Yes. Well, you talk about the Fanami group. Yeah, the Facebook? Fanami group. Yes. Yeah. The, the okay, unofficial. Yeah, group. there are pe- there are people that are behind the scenes um, that actually are staffers that you know do have those answers questions that I know that some people are concerned about like what fan is doing canceling some events and stuff like that I know that there's some organizers I mean sorry there are some staffers that are there to answer those questions in the group so um it's good that we actually have some people that are actually in the was it in the fanime staff that can actually give us like the heads up of like what's going on in fanime for 2022 which also we will keep remain and remain nameless as we go through this, you may not know exactly what we're mentioning. I mean, that's for very good reason. We're keeping our sources uh, anonymous for the most part, just just so that we're trying to be we're trying to be fair to everyone. Uh, with that said, though, when I look at the most recent news articles that are being posted on Fanami, the last things they list is Sherman unable to to attend. Uh, the Spash GG tournament is now open. Uh, the clear, uh, the clear app, and then the announcement of Kensuke Ueda and David Vincent. Those are the last four items that have been sorry. The last five items have been listed. Both the FanimeCon Facebook and the FanimeCon Twitter kind of follow because I think that they're probably using the same service to post on both Facebook and on Twitter. So the whole Sherry Lab not being available. A fresh registration is open. Checking your spam folder for if you're a J Fashion Show model. Once again, the Spashy G, a clear app, merchandise, a retweet of the Spashy G. Is, is this on the Facebook? Um, hold on. 
merchandise. Yeah, merchandise. Okay, and then uh, do you do you make your own J fashion clothing? There's that, and then we go to Kensuke Ueda. So that is the last set of announcement that we're seeing. Meanwhile, the things about like, for example, uh, masquerade not happening or um, Swami not happening. Yeah, so the thing is about that, I don't understand why, like, if we're going to see the latest news and stuff like that, why don't we have those lists of things popped up on the newsfeed? Because those are very big events, considering, like, how Swap Meet is for those who don't want to spend a lot of money over at Dealer's Hall. Um, and also, Masquerade is always the biggest event at Fanime. Like, there are a lot of people that love to see people in costume, people doing their skits and trying to see who's the best in show. Masquerade is definitely a classic for everybody who want, for everybody who went to every convention, to say. Um, having that canceled was kind of concerning. But at the same time, I mean, we're, we're seeing it already. Like, it's on the group, it's on... I mean, it's, it's not even said on the Fanime news... Um, sorry, it's not even being said in the Fanime homepage. So it's like... What are you doing here? Like, you're supposed to, like, address those concerns. A lot of it we did discuss in our last podcast. And, like, if you didn't check that out, feel free to check out but our then, last podcast. But then the thing but... is, like, we've been lacking on this. Like, they've been lacking on even bringing yeah, up the news. And it has actually gotten worse. Because going back to all the way back to March 20th of this year, Aoyuki got announced. And then you have stage applications open. Zanny Hugh, Avin Zhu, uh, J Fashion Trunk Show design applications are open. Haku props, David Vincent, Kensuke Ueda. In in that time frame, we've learned that both Masquerade and Swap Meet, Swap Meet, and when Kensuke Ueda got announced, that Music Fest it shows that it's not happening. Well, they didn't actually. Well, the thing is, like they 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 said their fan their Music Fest guest uh, with Kensuke Ueda, but I don't know if they actually said that there's no Music Fest because he's no. the Music Fest guest. If he's if music, yeah, he's the Music Fest guest, and it's a virtual guest. Yeah, it's like, if, if you're going, perform. yeah, if you're going purely by the news station. David Vincent, the kids get away is announced. If you go by the Twitter, actually, does he have the Facebook? No. Okay, not even the Facebook page has it because it's just the Twitter page. Because the Twitter page, after after kids get away, you go scroll down, it says pictures of volunteering. Then there's a retweet from Fanmate called Music Fest that's about their hiatus. So about the news, by the way, for KSK Ueda, you could have at least put something there. Like, there's no music fest, like a real music fest where you actually can go to a concert hall and actually listen to KSK Ueda perform. Knowing that he's actually a virtual guest, that means he's not going to Fanime. He's just going to be there virtually by yeah, video. He's not, he's, he's not even listed on their official, like, under the news or if you go to the guest lists. Yeah. Kensuke Wade is only listed as a guest. He's not listed as the Music Fest, which is A, that's 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 very different. If he does a Kensuke Wade is a Music Fest guest, at least that's more understandable than saying he's a regular guest. Right, right. That doesn't make any sense. But mm-hmm. so we know for sure that artist alleys happen uh because yep. we, we that would have been a major thing if if that wasn't ha- if that wasn't happening. Um we we we're gonna guess Deals Hall's happening. If that would be a major thing if we found out that Deals Hall is happening. Uh, I'm just going through each of the two tabs on Famicom's websites, uh, exhibits and events. Uh-huh. Uh, cosplay Hangout, it says Rocket Appearance, they haven't made an announcement for 2022. Although it does list here they're doing a procrastination party on Thursday night, so I'm not sure if that's a holdover from the 20, from previous okay, so versions. This is, this is new, this is new from gaming, by the way. 
Um, it says here, the gaming hall located in Hall 3 returns to FanMakeCon 2022 with arcade, e-gaming, gaming stage. And hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold you're, on. You're, 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 going, you're going way ahead of me. I thought I thought we are going through the exhibits and then gaming was the next after this. No, 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 no. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go uh, through events next too as well. So there's a, there's no. there's exhibits and there's events. So okay, okay. We're, we're, we're on exhibits. So Dealer's Hall, they have it announced. It's still hanging on 2021, but we're going to guess they got to come back. Because if you have no dealer's hall, then this con doesn't exist. That would suck. Then <laughs> that'll be that'll, that'll be the worst kind of like con if you actually don't have like a dealer's hall in Artist Alley. I'll be like, okay, well, so given, it's just a hangout for cosplayers, I guess. <laughs> given where we're at now, it's already like a it's already a pass for some most people. Yeah. Uh, Fanimate Cafe has yet to confirm anything. Last I heard, they were canceled. No, it's weird because according to what I'm seeing at the Fanimate Cafe, it says they have their time Saturday 11 to 6, Sunday 11 to 6. Yeah, Eddie hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yes, it says here. Yeah, they're going to have Fanimate but, Cafe. Oh, but wait, it's over. It's over the convention center. It's not. It's not in. It's not in the Fairmont slash whatever well, it's the, not the hell it's Fairmont anymore. Now. It's called um, Signia, I think Signia by yeah. Hilton. Okay, so. They listed COVID. Okay, so there's a whole bunch of policies that they listed. We're not going to go through all of them. Huh. Okay, so they're happy. Okay, so that's happening. Uh, Gaming Hall is hap is happening, but it's not a 24-hour mode. Uh, nope. Hours have not been listed yet. They don't very- know what time they're yeah. They don't even know what time they're closing. That's the thing. Um, we were assuming 2 in the morning, but yeah. no announcement of the hours is um, there yet. Indie games is not making an appearance. Anything else? Um, the donation station probably still happening. Make a wish is somehow still happening. Manga Lounge is Manga Lounge is unconfirmed right now. Uh, where's the Where's the Manga Lounge? Manga Lounge. It says here under exhibits. Manga Lounge is not being here in 2021. We checked about 2022. Where's that at again? I don't see it. Gaming J Fashion. Um, Make a Wish Manga Lounge. Make Cafe, Silver Island, Stage Zero video programming. Manga Lounge, I, I, I think, is a 50-50. Uh, panels are happening because there's a whole bunch of them listed here, uh, including two that says Hentai Music Video Contest and Midnight Madness. There's a whole bunch of other ones like Bad Fat Fiction, uh, Hideo Kojima Panel, yeah. uh, Cosmetography 101, you know Anime, J Fashion. You know they still have industry panels, though. I mean, Igo Manga, Azuki, yeah. Dark Horse. They also have their... I mean, I'm guessing they have a representative that works from those companies coming to yeah. Fanime, pretty much giving out. What's the next big thing coming from Dark Horse? What's the next big thing coming from Igo Manga? But yeah, um, at least they got some industry representation up there. But then they also do have they also do have guests of honor panels. I mean, obviously the Shami Lei ones are canceled. Um, but Hoku Props, Magma, Vampy Bit Me, uh, Xanthi, all of them are still up at the moment. So Silver Island's not happening. We know that for sure. Stage zero. I have questions about stage zero if what we're seeing from gaming is true. Because usually gaming and stage zero go hand in hand. Right. It's not much stage zero in like video programming, for example. Oh, or like oh, the dance. The thing is like what, what will they do in stage zero? What kind of events are they gonna bring up? I mean, probably gaming tournaments. Probably the finals will be up in stage zero. Um obviously Fanime Cafe events are happening up there too. Matt, you've been to Stage Zero before. Have you seen some events up there? I don't expect like any changes to say. Like, maybe obviously the sh- the cut in time is bad, but yeah, and that's that's my major, that's my major question about whether or not what timing. Because again, as I said previously, usually Stage Zero in gaming go hand in hand. 
because if I want to do, I usually do one thing or the other, especially during the late night hours. So if all of a sudden gaming now closes at, let's say, 2 a.m., is Stage Zero, do, is, are they still doing stuff all the way to like 8 a.m., for example? Or is Stage Zero shutting down and it's like, and it's like a ghost town between the hours of 2 and like, let's say, 8? That's what I was saying. Like, I think they're going to be just abandoning their post to Stage Zero and then bring it all back up once everything's open again. Yeah. Uh, the last one is video programming, and it says here, check back in 2022, but if you click on the video programming link, it says video, pro- video programming will not make it, will be not making an appearance in 2022. You're like, what? Yeah, that's the biggest news that came out, I think, just recently. That That is new to us. Like, being, I never expected to see AMD contests, video room events, late night, hentai rooms. They're canceled. Even Everyone loves the hentai, hentai nights, too. Well, so, what's, with, what's with the panels, then? I I, 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 I questioned it last too, week. They, they have a headtime music video panel, and I don't understand why they're bringing that there. I mean, but like, that's but panel. that's 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 the same thing as doing the late night or the hentai in the hentai rooms. Which, if you go to the video programming page, says will not make an appearance. Yada yada yada, and then you go to each of the video section, AMVs, video events, theme rooms, late night, and hentai rooms. It says more information will be available closer to the con. So which one is it? Are you making an appearance no, no. or are you TBA? You're not. If, you, if you're going to say right here, video program will not be compared to 2022, it just feels like all of these events are canceled. Because if you're going to put it up on the top and says and say that they're not making an appearance in 2022, this means that these events are canceled. None of these are going to be up in Fanime, which is sad because I would love to go back to Hentai Nights. But we can't do that anymore. There's a big disconnect when it comes to like whoever are, is editing these websites because they need, because it's it's a game of incomplete information is, are you not holding it at all? Or are you doing certain events? Because as right. Ryan mentioned, there are certain video programming that can't be canceled. Like all of the guests of modern that are, that are, that are virtual. So you can have, you can't, those. Say, can't say video guests are, or at least all video programming is canceled because then again, you get letting the get the virtual guests get away with it. And then all these other panels get away. Just because they're panels, they don't count. Like, no, that shouldn't be the case. I don't understand that. Like you're going to have a panel for hentai music video contest. So how about music video contest, right? Just the basic music video contest. You're not having that anymore. You're not, well, it's, here, not, it's not even a panel. It's not even a panel at all. So it's here's like, my biggest gripe though. Here is my biggest gripe. The fact of the matter is you're still allowing about almost the same amount of people that would be going to this panel set panels that would also be about the same amount of people that would be in a room for hentai nights amv contests etc masquerade etc um although to be fair fair, masquerade is always across the street in the yeah masquerade would be bigger yeah it would be the civic auditorium that's why music fest still crowds regardless not as big well i mean i I don't well here's the other thing too do they have even have access to the civic center like the you know the civic auditorium the dbz uh for the DBZ, uh, no, no, that, that's, no, no that, that's that's that, that, that's across the street over the Civic Arts Center. That's uh, where, if you remember your FanimeCon history, that's where they did Masquerade in 07? in oh eight. Oh, they've been doing that. No, no, oh seven, oh seven. Because they, 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 there was a time when Masquerade did not happen at the Civic Center. One year it was over in the arts. It was actually my first year of FanimeCon, so it was two thousand seven. I remember that much. Mm-hmm. But I remember they used to have Masquerade there in that big um, auditorium. And I know Music Fest always happens there, too. So do they not have access to that building for this year, maybe? Is the reason why they probably canceled I these do programs? not know. It's the same reason why I'm trying to figure out, does Fanny have access to the... Actually, you know what? This this is... Be... You know what? Let me check this on the fly. Panels! Where are all the panels happening? Panels, Oh, they're... Too. Oh, okay. 
Oh, so here's the thing about the panels. They're not even going to be at the Marriott or the Hilton or at the Cigna by the Hilton. It's actually going to be in the con. You know where we you know where we had registration? Down there? You know people, it's down there. No, All of them are down no there. shot. All of them are down there. Yeah. All Okay, only four panel rooms, by the way. Like, if you're seeing the whole panels there, only four panel rooms are available. Wait, and hold they're on. All in that, they're all in that lower bowl, you know, where you had the Persona gathering, for example. Yeah, it's in that lower bowl in those rooms. Okay, so I'm thinking my history really quick. We, we had we had registration there at one point, and then they moved on to where, like, the atrium is, like, where the entrance well, they moved is. The Mar- the Mar- they moved huh? that to Marriott, too. They, didn't they move it to the Marriott in 2019? No, 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 no. It, it, no. No, in 2019, it was so you know where the entrance is to the convention center. You go straight in, and there was yeah. a huge. I remember. Huge, I remember there was a. I remember there's a big queue like during like in the. It was like in um. You know where the photographers are, where they yeah from the wall. I remember that what used to be where the registration line is. That and was I, uh that that was uh that was construction years. No, no, no. I I think it. Well, I don't understand. Like, I thought they actually had it back in the lower bowl, like, you know, in the right side of the convention center. No, 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 um, no, no, no. Because I would know that because in 2019, that's where we held Persona Midnight at. That lower bowl area. We, right, we, okay, we, okay. we, we did that there. So what they did right. was is there's that hallway that goes to where the panel rooms are. And there's kind of like that white, you know, you, you go in and then there's like a white, there's like a little bigger room. That goes straight right. into where like the Hilton is. That was where your line was. So you go to the lower bowl where, where where video rooms used to be, and that's where your panels are gonna be. Okay. So they, took out, they, took out, they took out video rooms for the panel rooms. Okay. Is that what we're seeing right here? Yeah, yeah. So that's 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 what you're telling me that's the case. Cause I remember in 2019, that's where video rooms were because we had I thought, oh, we're gonna be way too loud for everyone because we we were doing our persona gather. We're gonna be way too loud. Right for all of the these people trying to watch whatever the hell they're watching when you go down to events the first thing that's listed is well at, well somehow there's gonna be taiko okay uh black and white ball and um one of the things that needs to be listed here asap is the fact that they are only included in 95 masks I, I know that they I know that they put it up on Facebook like new rules on like well how to attend um black and white ball the dress is it the dress code part here no no so I don't know where it's at but I read during the black and white ball section that mm. they are only allowing n95 and the kn variants or like an n94 mm. kn94 which right. again I've Let never heard see. of it I remember N94, I heard of N95 and a KN95, which is like the bootleg version. Right. Let me look at FanimeCon here. Shermile unable to attend. Wait, it's on Twitter, right? It's on their Facebook Twitter? Am I, you know, I don't know if it's on either one. I don't think I see it because I've been looking did at they, the Did they page. take it down then? Was on their Facebook. With a professional registration, J Fashion, Smash GG, Free Clear App. Maybe in the Facebook group. Let me see. It, it might have been, it might have been the Because fa- I remember somewhere I read, oh yeah, because this is the COVID enhanced area. Something yeah, like, th- oh, you found it? No, 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 let me look. Power will be in the lower level. Press registration, open up. I'm, lo- I'm looking while you, yeah. As you look, I'll go through the rest. Black and white ball, we know we're going through there. there huh? Yeah, yeah, it's on, the, it's on the Fanime Con Black and White Ball Twitter. 
Jose, okay, San Jose Ballroom, where our events will be held, will be an enhanced mask zone. Because we are, will be in close proximity indoors, um, anyone entering the room will need to wear a valveless high filtration mask, NIOSH approved, N95 rated minimum, or equivalent KN95 or KF94. Uh, the air filtration in the ballroom is very slow, and we want you to be safe and protected, especially with the fluctuating levels of COVID. <laughs> Um, attendance. I'm, who, I'm, so, who, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. On the rise. That's what they say. <laughs> I, okay. okay. I, I, I'll, I'll give you that. Attendees who, do not, attendees who do not have a high filtration. Okay. So I have, I feel like because of this and you know, the whole case and cases going up and all that jazz, um, they don't want to be like the next anime in you know, NYC or something. Like this is a big slap to not only the community, but the black and white ball. I mean, forcing you to wear like the highest in mass, not to mention Dancing being as it is, you're going to be breathing a lot in those masks. You're going to tucker yourself out a lot quicker. Not to mention also, like, that's not very fair to them who, sh- need, who actually need an extra breath of fresh air to recuperate and or, like, you know, continue dancing. My my thing, though, is we wore N95s or K95s throughout the con itself. But then again, we had various times we could take it off because, you know, we go outside. But but my thing about the yeah. black and white ball is you're calling, what, what do they call it? A COVID, a COVID enhanced area? A COVID enhanced area. So I don't even know, like, if the filtration of that. Okay. Okay. So I remember black and white ball used to be back in the, um, you know, the tech center bef- behind the tech center. There's a hallway that they have black and white ball there. And I remember they moved it to the Marriott now. Is this, I think that's true. Oh, the San Jose Ballroom. Okay, so they went to the San Jose Ballroom. So Where, where's that, that at? Let me look. San Jose Ballroom. Is that the San Jose Marriott? No, no, no. Uh, San Jose Ballroom. Oh, no, no, no. It's the same area. Okay, so it, it's in the same area. right? Behind, it's it's right, in the Marriott. It's in, <laughs> yeah, it is in the Marriott. Oh, shit. Ah. Oh, oh that doesn't make any uh, sense though because you're calling it a covid enhanced area yet you're not calling the rest of the convention a covid enhanced area because if you wanted to do the right thing you would say to all your attendees hey moving forward the only mask you can wear is a n95 or a k95 or equivalent of you're not allowed to wear a paper mask you're not allowed to wear a surgical mask you're not allowed to wear a mask that perforated holes in it not where to wear a bandana kind of like how the rules have been with every other con but now you they go one step further because you're telling people here to not to wear an n95 or K95 at the black and white ball, but then you're telling them to wear a surgical mask anywhere else. Right. If that's if that's what you're packing, and you're thinking specifically for, for a black and white ball, I'm going to wear an N95 mask. That doesn't make any sense, because you might as well just pack an N95 and just wear that the entire con. Exactly. Like like what we've done. And we did that out of our own volition. Well, the, the, well, well, back, well back then in Kamori Con, we know that it's still, you know, we we're still shaky when it comes to yeah. how conventions are going to run. Yeah. And everybody was wearing a KN95 mask. Uh, and not cons, everyone. Not everyone. But, but for those, because I, I knew when we were- They were going, wearing masks at the very least. Yeah, they were wearing right. masks. Right. But ever since we started going back to cons, actually, even even like even like sac- summer 2021, I wore, I wore a KN95 mask. Kamori, I wore one. Yeah. Sack Winter, I wore one. Sack Spring, I wore one. And yeah. probably odds are, at Phantomy Con, you'll be you'll wear one day. You're, you're just gonna wear one the entire weekend. You're not gonna go on oh, and boy. do a a bandana yeah. or a no, or paper mask, nothing like that, or yeah. not even like any of my theme masks or anything like that. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. It's it's so weird. It's so weird how this is. Okay, so and again, you found out where on their Twitter on Phantomy Con's black and white ball Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> 
Twitter. They have their own Twitter. This needs to be listed on their fucking black and wall page on the main website. Or at least got retweeted from the on the in the FanimeCon page. On the or Fanime even under FAQ. Yeah. My God. We could have at least put that there instead. We just get it on the FanimeCon black and white ball Twitter instead. So it's like, you want us to follow everything that says FanimeCon now? So that we get to understand the ins and outs of like what FanimeCon is. Uh, what what we'll be going to, which event we go to, and all that. Because black and white ball, yes, we understand it's for FanimeCon, but it's like you know, you could have at least like retweeted it and bring it over to the FanimeCon web, uh, so yeah. that the FanimeCon people can actually see um, like, on the main Twitter. Yeah. So moving on, closing summaries. I'm not going to touch on uh, cosplay chess. Is that canceled? Uh, unknown. Uh, we don't we don't gatherings is happening because I had some. Oh, yeah. w- I have one of my friends hit me up and says, "Hey, are you doing the persona gathering for this?" I said no. And then she went out and created a, a page for the FanimeCon FanimeCon's well, there's Persona a, Gathering. Well, well there's, a, there's a list already of like what which ones what are approved and all. So you get to see all the cosplay gatherings that are going to be happening. There's a cosplay list gathering link for you to. Mm-hmm. No, what the heck? That didn't get that didn't even get updated. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Uh, somehow they're doing a scavenger uh, hunt, which okay uh masquerade we know is not happening due to limitations unique limitations created by COVID 19 which okay okay so 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 explain your thoughts on i want to i want to hear your guys' thoughts on like the cancellation of a masquerade considering that other conventions considering that other conventions are also still having Uh, let's 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 hold off on that for a little bit i i kind of want to get through the rest of this because because that'll that'll answer our question in a way so dance right now is unconfirmed because they haven't updated anything fmv contest it says come back in 2022 but if we're going by what video programming has said uh i don't know if they're gonna happen game show is a big unknown karaoke is a big unknown if you try to go to the karaoke page you don't list a lot of stuff um music fest is not happening which we already know opening ceremonies maybe uh speed dating probably not speed dating is actually happening Hey, how do you know? Because they haven't listed it. The 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 it. If you go to the studio dating page, it says there all speed dating events will be held at, at two eleven A B C D in the San Jose Convention Center. Huh. So it, the, it's, it been updated though from la- from the last time. Yeah, at the bottom it says speed dating would be reducing the number of participants, allowing this year to minimize the risk of COVID nineteen. That's that's it. So bet, okay, that's it. So that's yeah, it. I guess they are. I guess they are. Uh, so, speed painting. Go. Speed painting's happening somehow. Uh, swap meet, we, we know for sure swap meet's not happening. So, not happening. Oh, so I, I think Ryan wanted to ask the thing about what our thoughts is about Masquerade and them not happening. That was Nate, not me. Was that, that you? Was who who yeah, asked that? That was, that? Nate. That was Nate. Oh, that was Nate. Okay. I asked, I asked you just because you guys um, obviously were concerned the fact that Masquerade is canceled and that everybody, I think all of you were kind of like saying, because other conventions are already holding masquerade, why is Fanime the one that is just like limiting it? And the and the and the co- and the cause is COVID nineteen. Yes, I understand the safety concerns and everything, but I mean we do have a case of saying like, hey, we still are able. I mean, some other conventions still are able to actually have a masquerade happen. Is it because we were kind of panicky about COVID 19s reason why we're canceling it, or is there anything more than that? I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I've talked. I mean, the guys here probably can tell a. Tell us their reasons why Masquerade got canceled for Fanime. I mean, if it's not staffing or budgeting, it's just, again, logistics. And I feel like, again, because of everything that's been going on, they're saying COVID left and right. I kind of don't believe it in a sense, given the fact that we've seen plenty of other 
uh, conventions that are going on around the time. And of course, before this convention has happened, then I've still had the same events that Fanime is currently canceling. Now, I think Matt has more of a bigger say, but to me, this makes absolutely no sense given that the fact, yeah, I know Masquerade is bigger than the crowds would have the panels as we discussed earlier. But the fact of the matter is, is that we're going to have the same amount of crowds at the convention or anywhere else, any other event in going on in the convention. We should not have to deal or I should have to be dealt the same as compared to these other conventions. Yeah, because my sample size for what's happened in, in post-COVID is SAC Anime Summer, Kamori, SAC Winter, and SAC Spring. But also, too, we have we have, we have have ALA that happened during the time frame that Ryan mentioned. Anime Central is going to have been a week prior to Fanime. Anime Boss is happening a week, the week, sorry. Ed Boss is happening the week of Fanime. But the fact that both SAC and we've had technically three SAC, two and a half SAC animes and an ALA since the last Fanime has happened. And we're deciding, okay, we're not going to have certain things. Now, granted, when SAC anime first started, uh, karaoke wasn't there. Gaming wasn't there. I think TCC might have not been there. But, you know, those three slowly started to come back. And since we haven't had, and since then, we haven't had karaoke back just yet. So I don't know if they're going to come back for the summer con. The um, gaming finally came back during the spring con. You know, we, we had our first musical guest in Kaza uh, since been at 11 in 2019. So I don't know where Fanime is going with this. And my major concern is that there's a lot of information that's not being listed where somebody could see this because we're having to dig through their through through their webpage, through their Facebook, through their Twitter feeds, through other departments' Twitter feeds. Because, like for example, Music Fest, uh, that announcement came to the Music Fest Twitter feed, which then got retweeted to the FanimeCon official Twitter, and then the whole black and white ball thing about the N95 mask that's on the FanimeCon black and white balls Twitter page, but has yet to be posted on A, their main Twitter page, and B, the events page on FanimeCon's own website. And this is where I'm having a major concern because you're if if I'm if I'm not doing all this research, you're probably going into Fanime thinking this is gonna be a normal con. And you have no idea that this is going to be a completely different Fanime than what you've experienced in the last 25 years of this con. I mean, it's going to be what would be considered AX light, but Fanime light, and a really big light at that, maybe yeah. lighter. I wanted to check out how much this con is. So pre-registration right now is $95. You want to take a guess at how much it is at the door for a full weekend? Um, I want to say $125, $150. I would say 110. It's not the it's not the answer that you're expecting. Eh? Is it like lower? It's night. Uh, it's still ninety five dollars. Huh. So uh, it, it, do, it does not <laughs> matter whether or not you pre reg or buy at the door. It is still ninety five for a weekend. Because usually uh, AX would always up their prices to like yeah you know, thirty ten dollars fifteen dollars more at the door. Huh. Okay. Well, I'm guessing this is straight ninety five dollars for people who wanted <laughs> a dead fanime. That's rather odd. Yeah, Friday is 65, Saturday and Sunday are 70, Monday is 60, uh, half weekend, Sunday, Monday is $85. So. You might as well just get that. I thought you might as well just buy a full weekend badge and go. Yeah, you like, might as well just buy a full weekend, yeah. I mean, the thing is, like, I don't know. I, I, I It's so it, it's so weird. But 
I guessing the marketing thing is another thing too. <laughs> I mean, I mean, for yeah. compare, uh, well, for comparison, I'm just looking. A set is eighty bucks, but it's the same thing between uh between now and at the door, and then Anime Boston is 95 wow holy shit anime boston is 95 up until thursday may 26th and at the door it's 105 it's all ten dollars more so you're paying a little bit more but you get a lot more from anime boston mm. Mm. well anime well anime boston has well it is a better con compared to fanime to say you have industry pretty much like helping out in the convention. That's why it says Anime Boston 2022 powered by High Dive. Oh wow! Yeah, so you so you know this con is getting carried by the industry. Which again, I've all I've kind of equated Anime Boston to be the soccer con of the East. It's not exactly AX, but it's not exactly just like your normal standard convention. There's there's a lot of industry present at that con. I mean, it's. I mean, compared to Fanime, though, our colleagues over at uh, Scarlet Rhapsody, like, they're going to Boston over Fanime, which is kind of concerning, considering uh, Fanime is usually their stomping grounds. Yeah, but but also, too, you gotta remember, Boston usually is during Easter, which is during SakuraCon weekend. So they would have gone to both Boston and Fanime. So they wanted to go for the better invention, which well, is Well, I, I think also they, they, have a, they, they, they know a lot. Of, they, they lived in Boston for some time, so they kind of know people mm. out there. So I think it's better mixed persons in a way. I'm not sure right. if like this whole thing between family, what they're doing versus what Ed Boston is doing is what's causing it. I mean, I mean it, it it's definitely like- from, from what I've seen, like I don't want to get too much into like to their past or at least their you know day to day. But they did stay in Boston for a stint and, you know, they've been going to like, the, you know, anime. They went to anime Boston. And it's kind of been like you know oh like this is kind of like been a favorite con of ours they've been going since they lived out in boston they have friends in boston and they also have connections there so i wouldn't be surprised if they go to boston yeah so i'm guessing it's just more of like you know they're meeting each other and all so i don't exactly know where we go from here because we have at least two more weeks before we do an actual proper fanime con 2022 preview and in those two weeks a lot can change Right now, Fanime is just doing whatever it takes to pretty much make sure everything is everything is straightforward and on the right foot. They already said that it's not going to be 24 hours in the gaming hall. So we already know by now, I think if... But the thing is that what Fanime is supposed to do is bring it up to the convention, like in, fan, in Facebook, in Twitter, and all their social medias that say, this is not a 24-hour con anymore. The only, the only reason why we see it right now on the Fanime Con webpage is if you go to the gaming website. Yeah. If you ever go to the gaming section. It says right there it is not 24 hours because they're still negotiating their hours. So that's the issue. Like, why are you not bringing up the big news that people are supposed to know? Like, it's not a 24-hour con anymore. This is going to be from, like, 8 to 2. I'm just estimating the times right now. 8 to 8 a.m. to 2, p. 2 a.m. But the thing is, like, what people came into Fanime from, a long, from all this time is it's a 24-hour con. Like, gaming hall is always open. Video programming is always open. You know, et cetera, et cetera. Now that you're knowing, now that we know that's a limited convention, obviously things have to be addressed. Whoever's trying to at least bring out the news for FanimeCon is not doing the job right. Like, you're supposed to bring up all the stuff. I mean, yes, Charmelay got canceled. Okay, fine. But how about the other things about FanimeCon? You didn't even bring up video programming at the moment. So everybody coming in will be like, where's Hentai Nights? Oh, it's canceled. What the f- that's a, everybody goes to that and you cancel it. You have to immediately say it. 
not put it like not put it on a group page. You have to bring it up on the page. You only have to bring it up on Facebook. Like put it on your social medias. Not on a not on a behind the scenes look on a Facebook group. So you shouldn't have to dig behind one page to go through one link to another link to another link to figure out what's truly going on. Exactly. So I'm like, what are you doing? Come on, fan. I mean, like, Famicom, I don't know if it's the PR team that's really doing a bad job. Um, you have to address them immediately just because things are... Look, we're running out of time. You only have three weeks left. Eventually, those things have to come up. And I understand that maybe some attendees will probably say, we can't, well, we're not going to go anymore because all these stuff are canceled. That's a sacrifice you got to take, though. I, I don't know if they're waiting to get everything in to do this big giant dump of, hey, this is what's happening, what's not happening. Here's all the new hours that we have. No, 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 no. You need to slowly tell people as soon as you get the information. Because right now, some people are still not aware that swapping is not happening. But that needs right. to be, that, and that cannot be addressed in this big giant dump that I think they can do. Is like, okay, here's like questions about what's happening what's not happening no 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 you need to do it right away as soon as you know that that you're not having a swap meet or a masquerade you need to go on your social media channels through all of them and post we're not doing a masquerade for whatever reason or we're requiring n95 slash k95s for the black and white ball you just can't post on their twitter account there's a lot of information that's missing and for some people that's a deal breaker Having to wear a Canada right. five mask specifically for like a white ball, it could be. I, I'm not. I'm not judging you one way or another. I'm just saying it could be. It could be. It could be a deal breaker for you. It could be a deal breaker that that arcades are no longer up at 24. It could be a deal breaker. There's no video programming this year, but you won't know until it's way too late. Right now, it, they need to do either this this giant update and just here are the ground rules, or at least you know they need to start updating them social media websites, their normal website. You need to get this all intact because if you're gonna leave everyone in the dark until the start of start of the con, that's not only good for you, but then if you have to start hearing all these big announcements in the convention or or at stage zero, etc., the fact that you hear, oh, this is closed, this is closed, this is canceled, this is canceled, this isn't happening, this isn't happening, you're gonna have a lot of disappointing people, maybe even either taking off, sticking around for the convention for what they want to do and leaving, or maybe they'll just cancel and not go. Worst case, you get riots. I don't want it to lead down to that, and or worse. Oh, the no, worst no, case no. is that fan The worst, I don't want to see fan go. But if this doesn't, I don't think they're gonna be riots. They're just more of like disappointed fans. So if anything, okay, here's the thing too. Like if people want to ask for, I mean, here's the thing. They're gonna ask for refunds, and I think you can't transfer it anymore. It's gonna be refunds now. I mean, I, I mean, for me. It's kind of the same thing with me at SCCC, where I'm kind of like, I want to transfer my fund, I want to transfer my ticket for next year. They're not going to make me do that. It feels like, oh, I believe Fanny is doing the same thing too. It's like you can't transfer your ticket; you have to get a refund instead. And I, I know we mentioned in our previous podcast that we hope this is a one-year thing, in that if if Fanny comes back in 2023, they're fully staffed, everything is fully happening once again. It's like 2019 all over again, minus some whatever restrictions if there is any then that's great at all but especially for 2022 this because you only have a four-day sample size to work on when it comes to stuff at the con this is a very hard road to recover if you get if if if, if this is how you get to restart is, your your convention kind of post-covid and I'm, and i've said this before in previous podcasts like what happened during your time during the pandemic years you could have at least well, i mean you did virtual cons yes at the same time, 
I don't know if what happened when it comes to your funding and stuff. Because it seems like you really don't have the... I don't know if it actually... Out of funding was a thing that could down... That could, like, impact the con. But well, I feel like it's also have, that, too. If you have no funds, I mean, if it's volunteering, that's one thing. But for the people who are, like, heavily invested in this convention, if you can't pay them or you can't pay for the guests or anything that's I mean, going on around I mean, you, for, especially... I mean, for the, a staff, I mean, for a staff, I don't know what the benefits are for being a staff member. I know it's a free badge, but is that it? Just a free badge? You get a hotel. Think too? of the higher ups, Nate. Not not the not the not the lower end. Because I know that the higher ups will get like badge plus hotel and all that. I don't know. I mean, you still have to get people to come to the convention. You still have to pay for your guests. You got to pay for their flights. You got to pay. Yeah. For you have to pay for a good majority of things. You got to put convention. a hold. You got to put a hold for those hotel rooms too, considering how many people are going to go into the Marriott and the Hilton. They gotta pay the hotels for that too to get that block. Yeah, right. Exactly. So I don't. I have a feeling that they didn't really do a good job when it comes to like investing into like during the pandemic. It's a twenty twenty and twenty twenty one could have done something to at least help them regain like the funds that were necessary to run a fanime convention. Nate, we said it once, and we'll say it again. It's screaming budget all across the board. Like if they but how again, but how did how did other conventions end up doing well compared to fanime? You also have to remember during the during the COVID years, we'll say we'll quote it that a lot of these conventions had insurance, but the insurance is only going to cover so much, cover your ass so much before you have to cover the rest of it. If Fanime per se couldn't cover a good majority, if the insurance couldn't cover the majority of the convention that couldn't be that didn't happen over these last two years, then who has to cover it? The convention does, and if the convention budget takes a huger hit than what they can actually put out it affects the entire convention we've seen this at other conventions happen too at times in our in our past runs don't well they want to get don't really want to get into it but have seen some conventions fall or be less illustrious as they used to be right. it may take a year to recover like we talked about before it may take a couple years or worst case bless our soul that fanime goes under we don't want that but it could very well happen if this, if they don't recover from this, because this sounds like a an issue that you just can't fix on one convention, but this is something that's more of a long term play that's getting started now, especially with the fact that in, in post COVID, Fanime has been off for two years. Some cons have been off for two years, and they're now just getting back into it. It feels like there's nothing's really happened. There are some cons that only were off for a year or a year and a half, and they got very lucky. So I'm just trying to figure out where Fanime lies in that and an overall of where does this con go if it's not as successful as I think it may or may not be based upon everything that we're seeing right now. It could be successful in the eyes of people because all they're going to do is just go out and cosplay and do gatherings and whatnot. And, and that's great because the month after that is Anime Expo. And as of right now, their guest lineup is already stacked as is. And this is even before yep. you get the post Fanime push of here's guess a b and c because they already announced trash taste going to ax and that's that's really yeah, big actually, actually surprising too considering that they're from japan like they are actually able to bring them over here why can't they do that over to fanime con i, I don't know I, I think the boys are going of their own volition but i mean again you have to look at it like this boys is that again also going back to the insurance or at least back to the budget we have the budget of fans at fanime we have the budget of the industry covering these other cons Right. So, um, but the, and, and it kind of sucks considering that industry is not backing up most of Fanime. Like they did before with Crunchyroll, but not anymore. And I'm like, 
Uh, well, wait. Is it, didn't Adobe like sponsored it before? Because I know they had like Adobe. But it's not. Before. It's 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 not. It's but it's not like where AX and all these other cons are being carried in a way by Funimation, now Crunchyroll, Aniplex, Kodansha, Kadokawa, uh, GSC. You know all these major corporations that are coming in and. And not not only go to AX and promote, but they also pay for the stuff that's happening out there. You don't see that a lot from Fanime, which could be a big issue post COVID. Right. Yeah, I I don't know. I don't know what the problems are. I mean, yes, canceling events is definitely a concern. It, and then we have already seen our our takes on like what problems Fanime is going through, aka the staff, the budget. More reason. There are a lot more reasons. Um, the other guys can attest here. It's not looking grand of a comeback for Fanime, knowing how things are right now. Now, should things turn around, that's that's something we'll look back on. But again, I just want to like I want to make this perfectly clear. Again, this is more like a speculation, just concern piece. I just want to like make this very clear. We're not trying to like poke at Fanime. We're not trying to get at them. This is just a speculation slash like concern piece or podcast. For the most part, you know, we're not, we're not like, we're not, ang- we're not mad at them. We're not trying to slander them. We're not trying to like purposely make a, you know, a horrible, like, you know, just kind of like bring their name down altogether. We at CCB, are completely in good rapport with anime. We just, it's sad to see where this has gone in the last like couple months compared to what we were expecting earlier this year. And again, we're looking through every single avenue of communication that FanimeCon has offered from their webpage to their Facebook page to their Twitter page and the various departments' Twitter page. So it's not like we're we're coming up with like something out of thin air. We're looking at what we're seeing and what's being posted to where and what's not being posted. And you know, a lot of it also too is from the Fanime Con unofficial group on Facebook, which it feels like that's the main source of information because we don't know where all this is coming from. And if someone else and, and if, if staffers come out and saying, "Oh yeah, that's true. We're not having swap meet." Then that needs to be announced on their main social media channels or on their main page. Because I don't see nothing like that. I see that you brought in David Vincent, for example. I see that you're you're can't you you're able to bring in uh Charmy Lay, but you have nothing about Swap Me. And that's all we're really trying to do here. We're just trying to pull attention and to hope that Fanime does come around and say everything that needs to be said. Now, I, there are probably some things they're going to wait until they get the, the total answer, like what hours is gaming, for example. But at least come out and say, hey, we're not able to do gaming for full 24. We're still working on times. That'll be announced soon on our social media channels. That needs to be done. But it feels like it's not happening that way. Hopefully by this week, we end up getting like the good like the right amount of news to get our answers like get our questions pretty much answered because what we're seeing right now at what fan what what is going on behind the scenes it just tells me that this is not gonna be the same old fanime con that we have if anything they should at least dress, address it right in front of us with the fed with the, either the facebook page the twitter page um or their main page but yeah i mean it sucks. I mean, I mean, I have I have things that I re- I really wanted to go like swap me for example. I was buying to sell there. Now it's not gonna happen. Um, hentai nights have fun times with friends. Um, I mean, those are things that obviously are kind of a setback. But then I'm still excited for CWF. I'm still excited to see my friends. 
still excited to hang out with them, party with them, plus also um, go to the gatherings with them. So there's some ins and outs when it comes to it, but most of the stuff at FanimeCon with the events and stuff like that, they're not there anymore, and it doesn't make it feel like the same old FanimeCon that we've atten- that we've always been adjusted to, that we've always loved, the 24-hour convention life, you know, gaming at like 4 in the morning, you know, that, those kind of things. Let me interject for a way. second. CWF is happening. Uh, as attendees and covering CWF for what happens at CWF, boys? Oh, I man, I thought I was going to be the one to bring this up. You're going to bring this up? Someone had to say it. It's a packed house. It's a packed, fully loaded house. Are we going to bring up the thing that it's because it's a packed house is the reason why there's no need to be cons- that That's why there's no need to actually cancel Masquerade, you know? Those packed house events? Precisely. Beca- yeah, because, and okay, now that you brought this up, I'm going to bring this up. Fanimedia is the flagship event for for the, cos- for the Cosplay Wrestling Federation. They bring out all the stops for this con. So everyone that's involved, not only from the judging side, but also the, the, contender, the contender side, all come out. Not to mention, it is a packed house. And I don't know what panels is doing in terms, are they going to do every other sale? Are they going to allow a limited amount? We just don't know yet. Because it would it would make sense if you'd say, "Hey, we could only have fifty percent attendance, and we're gonna split people up. We're not gonna bunch them all all together. Keep close proximity. We're we're gonna distance people out. That makes total sense." But then you go. But then if you're, but if you're gonna say it's a packed house, I think it's gonna be all close knit together yeah. with their signs up, screaming at the people. You know, in masks, of course, because you you can't take mask, you can't take a mask yeah. off. Yeah, and you can't take a mask off. You're obviously gonna be in chance and stuff like that. So you know. And yet, you still don't have a masquerade <laughs> because it's got to be insane. Well, I mean, masquerade is even like less of a hype thing. It's more of like etiquette. It's like, yay, you're doing a great job. Awesome with your play. Awesome with your costumes. Yeah. That's- Not to mention the interactions that you have between both the presenters, like G and and Decree, uh, and some of the other people who do to present things side. Uh, uh, for for the roles of CWF, and then you have people like Robbie, um, and and I forget some of the people who do who who actively participate as the cosplayers in the CWF themselves. They interact closer to six feet. So where so where is it all gonna lie? Are you gonna have a six where everyone's gonna be six feet away? What is it going to be? That we don't know. I don't know how they're gonna. Atta- I don't know how they're gonna bring up like the events to say are they going to be close-knit are they going to be six feet apart because it just feels that way it just i mean if you're going to have like if the panels um are going to be happening and masquerade is not happening there's gotta be something where it has to be like but something's gotta give I'm going to be very honest. It's not like I'm the only one who's had this thought about why is Masquerade not happening, yet CDF is happening. I think some of us have been thinking about that ever since we found out the fate of those two events and what's going to happen. We're like, okay, but what is happening and what is not? And you have the reason of what's not happening due to COVID, yet you're going to hold the other one. Hmm. And there's still swap meet either. Hmm. And there's no video. Hmm. And and the thing is also too like let's say for example they bring back karaoke. Hmm. <laughs> Hate to compare apples to oranges, folks, but it is what it is. But no, but the thing is too. But, but, but well, the thing about well karaoke is that it's always a packed house, especially when you do the contest and when you do the gong show. 
Not to mention, yeah, people were singing. Are you going to have them singing masks? Or are they going to take their mask off? I mean, I, I have yet to, I yet to do a, a, a karaoke post-COVID uh, in a convention setting, so I don't know how that's going to work. <sighs> yeah, it, it's, it, it's, it's complicated. I mean, I don't even know what if karaoke is even happening. I mean, they even just, yeah. The events for karaoke, like the gong show, for example. Are they going to have that still? As I said, it's currently a TBA. That's what I'm saying. This next couple of weeks are going to be like we have to focus on Fanime and see if things are going to change. If they are going to announce their next bit, like those things being canceled and stuff like that. And if they're actually going to say the news that it's not a 24 hour con, this is not happening, this is not happening. Also face the consequences of people probably not attending Fanime anymore. Uh, There's so much more we can go on, but I'm going to hold off until we get to our next podcast because we're still waiting on certain information. And as we, as we get that, we'll report that then. And then when we ultimately get to our preview podcast, it'll be the week after. If there's any more that that comes up, we'll bring it up then. But if, I, I want to get to the preview pod and we know everything about what's going to happen during Phantom Econ weekend. Maybe for maybe one or two titles that I can I totally understand. But I'm having to wait to like that preview pod to find out, hey, what are the hours for gaming? That's going to be a very, very, very scary situation for different reasons. All eyes are on you, Phantom. Phantom and Phantom is going to deal with the consequences. Yeah. So I, I guess we'll... That's all I really have. Again, I just don't want to go on and on. We, we can go on and on and on for the next three hours about this. Above all else, all we want is transparency. Just are things going to happen? Are things not going to happen? What the hours are for certain things? And just come out and come straight. At this point, I really don't care about like particular why this is, is not happening. This is happening. You know, like why I see it happening. But yet, mask, mask, that, that could be a discussion that we could have between now and like the, the end of time because of how COVID has impacted us. That's, that's probably a question for that, that type of thing, but just overall, just so that people know so they can properly plan, because this is about the time when you start looking at all the schedules and you look at everything and you start to plan. And when there's a lot of unknowns, when it comes to something like karaoke or, or knowing there's no swap me, but you plan for it, that is, that is very um, something that it's a major thing that needs to be addressed, and that's all we're asking here. Just address it so that everybody knows. And with that, I want to thank you all for listening to this very somewhat special episode of the Calicon Blog has titled "The Fanime Con 2020 Preview." We didn't want to do. We will actually won't do an actual proper preview uh, the week before we get out of here for Fanime 2022 slash. Uh, Memorial Day break. Um, if you like what you heard and you're looking forward to our actual episode we're going to do next week, we're going to talk about some Evangelion stuff. We'll talk more about Fanime that's happening. Uh, we'll talk about streaming. And then the week after our preview, we'll also do a review of the Eureka 7 High Evolution 3 movie and yada, yada, yada. With that said, though, uh, please listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen. <laughs>